0: Hi, you're listening to POPPED, a new podcast where we talk about something in pop culture that has a significant but less obvious cultural impact. And today we're going to be talking about streaming services, both online and online editions. So, I'm Valentina Herrera. I'm Isabel Mencia. I'm Samantha Stone. And I'm Kirsten Clark. And we are POPPED. We have separated the streaming services into like major segments Our first one is going to be the big three online services, and that's uh, Amazon Prime, Hulu, and Netflix. Then we'll talk about user-generated streaming services uh, like YouTube Red and Vimeo. First, we're going to talk about the big three online services, and I'm going to start with Netflix. So Netflix, we think of Netflix as just a streaming service, but it actually started in 1997 as a DVD rental service. And subscribers could either pay for just individual um, DVDs or have a, a set rate, a monthly subscription rate, which is now their model. And so for some time they only did uh, DVDs and in 2000 they actually Netflix tried to offer themselves up to Blockbuster to be their, um, to be part of Blockbuster.com so Netflix's Netflix would be the website part of Blockbuster's DVD rental service and Blockbuster they offered themselves up for 50000000 dollars, five zero, and Blockbuster said no. And look where Blockbuster is, and look where Netflix is. Two thousand six is when on Netflix started their offering original content, and they actually offered um, themselves as a distributing service for some independent films, uh, and were exclusive, uh, the exclusive service for many independent film companies, and. That that is how they started with just DVDs, and now that's what they still do with um, with streaming. Netflix had their first original TV show in 2011 with House of Cards. Netflix decided to start broadening out into the online streaming world and decided, hey, we should have some original content, so... They started uh, talking to people and House of Cards was was their first big deal um, that they made for the original content. And they just they went from there. House of Cards premiered in 2012 and won multiple Emmys that year. They sorry, they were nominated for multiple Emmys and they won one for uh, Best Actor. And then, uh, now Netflix has been a staple at multiple Emmy Awards, uh, Golden Globes, Um, every TV award show, Netflix is constantly having, uh, being nominated and winning with uh, their original content like uh, House of Cards, Orange is New Black, um, Lady Dynamite, um, BoJack Horseman, Arrested Development. Which was a show originally on Fox, and Netflix brought it back for a season. And since then, they uh, Netflix has been has continued to uh, add new original content every year. And now, uh, in August, they pr- premiered uh, The Get Down, which was their most expensive show to date, but uh, it didn't have that many. But the get down was not talked about as much as Netflix's other summer hit, Stranger Things, which has already been greenlit for a season two. So, guys, Netflix has had a long history, longer than I thought for a while. And so what do you guys think about that? They have multiple exclusive deals with companies and it's the go
1: to service for a lot of college students. (laughs) I actually um, used to get the DVDs through the mail. Like, it was a huge thing for me. I would get one probably every week and just watch it. So I actually really enjoyed that. And then when they stopped doing that, I was kind of sad. But I think the streaming part of it obviously has made up for it. And I think um, it's interesting how it changed because I remember when they actually wanted to do video games. And that was probably for like a week. They said they would do video games. Yeah, they ha- offered or they said that they were going to
0: start a service called Quickster. And they decided not to go with that because it didn't make sense for them, apparently.
1: Yeah, it seemed, I felt like that would have maybe taken off. But I think Redbox um, took that over, basically, because they mm-hmm. have video games now. But it's yeah, it's definitely interesting how it went from DVDs to strictly streaming. And because it used to be all DVDs and then some things you could stream, but most you couldn't. Um, the thing I liked about DVDs, is you, you could keep them as long as you wanted. And they even had a deal, I think, where you could get seven at a time, which is kind of crazy. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it was cool. But also, obviously, what they're doing now is just going with the times. They have to evolve with the technology.
0: Well, they people. do have some DVDs available. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a DVD rental plan. It's just not – it's offered as a separate plan. So now they have a 7.99 monthly rate for dvds only which used to be just a like two or three dollar add-on to your normal netflix subscription
1: but um their dvd rental service has declined a bit so i'm assuming all of us watch netflix pretty regularly i think i think it's a huge staple in people's lives these days definitely such a huge culture point for me with netflix is one of the downsides is that it's not watching it live, obviously, so the interaction you can get with other people isn't really there. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like live tweeting shows, stuff like or election debates or uh, award shows. But with Netflix, you, you're you just kind of, unless you guys both plan it, which is a lot of times what people do, they both watch at the same time. But otherwise, it's uh, you're kind of missing out on the interaction with other people.
0: Yeah,
1: or have Netflix watch parties. Right. whole Whole series at once. Yeah.
0: I've had a Netflix watch party for... Uh, Bo Burnham's comedy special that came oh, in yeah. over the summer.
1: That's yeah. great. That's awesome.
2: I feel like with DVDs, like when you rented one, it was like an event. It was like, you know, it's like, I remember like my family and I would go to Blockbuster and it's like, okay, you know, my mom would get a DVD for her. Like I would get a DVD, my brother would get a DVD. And then like we go and like watch it. You know, it's like, it was like an event like even now like my mom doesn't really do netflix she goes to the red box gets a dvd she's like tonight i want to stay in and watch a movie oh my god you know like a night in and
1: i think for for older people too it's like hard for them to get away from the physical dvds yeah
2: yeah like i feel like it's like like with a dvd it's just like that's all you have like the dvd and it becomes more of like an experience to watch this one movie but Mm -hmm. then like with netflix you have like thousands of movies and shows you can just keep watching and watching and watching in that aspect so, I don't know. I feel like DVDs, like, when they were the more revelant, relevant than they were, are now, like, had, like, kind of, like, a special quality to it. Not quality, but, like, a special, like, magic to it in a sense that, like, mm-hmm. I feel like Netflix kind of lacks, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: There's also the Netflix selection process, which mm. is yes. a huge deal. Like, and everyone knows that, too. It's like, you know you're going to watch something on Netflix, but you don't know what it is before you get there most of the time, so it's a whole event, just choosing, and it could take so long.
0: It usually takes longer than watching the actual
3: thing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, so are we ready to move on to Hulu? Oh Heck yeah. Yeah.
3: All right, so Hulu is, if you haven't heard of it, you've definitely heard of some of the networks encompassed in it because it's got Disney ABC, A&E, AMC, ANO, CBS, Discovery, 21st Century Fox, NBC Universal, Time Warner, Viacom, Ion, Stars, Azteca, I think I'm saying that right, and uh, PBS, and if you pay extra, you can get Showtime. So, and that's not even all of them. It's got a whole bunch of networks that have contracts with Hulu, and it's mostly TV shows, you know, not a lot of movies on Hulu, and uh, there is some original content. Uh, Hulu was founded in 2006. And the subscription service, Hulu Plus, was launched on November 17th of 2010. And Hulu Plus still has ads, which is an interesting part. It's a subscription service that you pay for. It's $7.99 a month. And you can pay four extra dollars. So for $11.99 a month, you can have the no commercials plan. So that's probably one of the things that sets it apart from streaming services, like its competitors the most, is that there's still ads. You know, Netflix doesn't have ads. I don't believe Amazon Prime has ads. But, you know, if you want to pay $4 more a month, you don't have ads. And so its first original content was a show called The Morning After. And that was in January of 2011. And that was a pop culture news show. Look at that. Just like us. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) It probably wasn't. It was a web series. So the first scripted series was a show called Battleground. And that was a year later in January 2012. And then a reality series called The Fashion Fund followed shortly after. And then after those, Hulu announced another seven original shows. And I didn't know this, but in 2014, Hulu got the streaming rights to South Park, which they still have. So they stream South Park, and that's fun. And uh, th- what I know, I heard about Hulu, it came really into the light for me uh, in 2015 when Fox canceled the Mindy Project. And Hulu picked it up and kind of brought it back to life. It was, I think it was less than a week later that Hulu announced it was going to pick it up. And since then, Hulu's been airing the Mindy Project So, it it kind of resurrected that in the same vein, not in the same vein, in a different vein that Netflix took back Arrested Development, which was canceled years before Netflix brought it back. So, it's cool how streaming services can have that power. And Hulu premiered the comedy series Difficult People. Don't know if you guys know what that is. Amy Poehler, (laughs) executive produces it. And uh, Julie... Klausner? Klausner? Oh, yes. Julie Klausner. Klausner, okay. And Billy Eichner in it. It's a wonderful show. I should know her name. And I don't. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> and that's a Hulu exclusive. And that started in 2015. It's still currently uh, on, streaming on Hulu. Watch it. It's amazing. And Hulu's available in Japan. They planned to launch it in the UK and Ireland, but that didn't end up happening. And it's not available in Canada because there's different rules with Canadian advertisements. And most Canadian streaming is just owned by the individual networks in Canada, not like how we have just a ton of networks here that all use Hulu. And it is the cheapest streaming service out there if you take the $7.99 option. But again, that's not by a lot as compared to other streaming services. And I guess the biggest pro of Hulu is that while other streaming services can take months to get entire seasons of shows, Hulu releases the latest episodes of a lot of current shows, you know, the day Mm. after. So if you're looking to get you know, caught up on a show really quickly, Hulu might be your answer. So, I don't know, what do you guys think? How does it compare? We know a lot about Netflix now. Now we got Hulu in the picture.
0: I mean, I am a total TV addict, so you know I have all three. Me too. I have have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime, and I know my wallet is telling me every month, (laughs) cancel one of them. Just one. Yeah, but I can't, and... I have Hulu with no ads because
3: oh, uh, I have it with ads. I'll admit.
0: <laughs> I, I just can't. Like, if I'm going to watch something on the online, I expect no ads. Yeah.
1: But personally,
3: I for some reason,
1: I don't know why. I just look at Hulu as like, lower than, say, Netflix or Amazon Prime. And I, I, it might be because of the layout I'm not really fond of. I, um, I haven't been on it in a, a little bit, but I think it's a little harder to search for shows. And just the ad portion obviously like 11.99 in my opinion is a lot more just for no ads um so I, I've kind of always strayed straight away from it even though the shows are on there right away I always trying instead go to the actual websites instead of Hulu just I don't know There's something about it I'm not a fan of
0: yeah I know I remember when Hulu had offered uh next day releases for free yeah and I was like that was that was amazing. <laughs> Those were the days, man. When you could, you didn't have to worry about a DVR and or watching something live, and you just could go online and find it for free with no ads. It was, it was great. And then they had Hulu Plus, and I was, my whole world started
1: to end. <laughs> I think it's um that was more of a website you go to and like, oh yeah, that show I missed. I'm gonna go there and look at it. And now it's trying to make it into subscription as to where you go instead of netflix you go there for everything not just for like the the show you missed Mm
0: -hmm. i i know uh sam you mentioned that they didn't have a lot of movies but they do have a lot of criterion collection movies yes and so when i'm like (laughs) craving a a katherine hepburn movie that's where i go Or like something old and just having a night where I just want to pretend that I'm in 1945. (laughs) I just, I go to Hulu and watch a movie on there. But uh, I mean, one thing that I do like a lot is that they have the next day services still. But I've heard that it's, they're taking rid away of that. They're taking that away. I mean, I've heard that. I haven't researched it at all. I, I heard it a while ago, so they might have made the decision not to do it. But
1: It seems kind of crazy to me they even have that option. How did they get permission to just get shows the next day? Like I think that's pretty impressive that they can get a lot of shows the next day when other streaming services can't.
3: Yeah. It would make sense that they're losing it, though, considering they have you know contracts with places like Disney, ABC, and NBC, Universal, which I know they all have apps now. That's how I watch things the next day mostly, to be honest. I'll mm-hmm. like go on the NBC app. Which they always have it, so it would make sense that the networks are favoring their own apps instead of, you know, streaming services like Hulu for Next Day. Yeah, I mean, if they
0: get rid of Next Day uh, watching completely, I I might cancel my Hulu subscription or at least lower it to the seven ninety nine.
3: Gotta watch difficult people. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, difficult people in the mini project, Those are my, my main two, but I, I don't know if I can keep paying eleven ninety nine if I'm not gonna watch stuff the next day anymore. I mean, do you feel
2: I I feel like the next day episode thing is like one of their staples. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like if they took that away that like really like be bad for them. I I feel like a lot of people would like stop subscribing to them if they could if they if you know, if they use Hulu for those shows to watch the next day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? what I'm saying.
2: Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: All right. Are we good for for Hulu? Any last last words on Hulu? <laughs> okay.
1: No. All right, Kirsten, take away. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about Amazon Prime streaming service, uh, if you knew they had one or not. But it's called Prime Video. It started in 2006. And there's two ways you can get it. Um, If you have just an Amazon Prime account, it automatically comes with it. Uh, Amazon Prime is $100 a year or $50 a year for students, which is a really nice discount. Um, But they started doing an actual separate package of just the Prime Video, which is $8.99 a month, which is kind of in the realm of Netflix, but a dollar more than Hulu. Um, One of the pros of Prime Video is that you can download certain TV shows and movies to watch offline on mobile devices, so you don't have to connect to Wi-Fi. There's this thing, some reason you can't download anything to Mac computers, but you can to iPhones and other Apple products, which I I found was really strange, but... It's a thing, and something that's kind of interesting is they actually stopped selling Chromecast and Apple TV on Amazon because they did not support uh, prime video, so they just banned it from selling on their website altogether because wow. right? Uh, I think it was a little I mean they said they Harsh. didn't want con- they said they didn't want uh, customers to get confused and buy these products and expect prime video on it, which I kind of understand, but yeah, they just they just slashed it. Uh, one of the cons of Prime Video is that while you can watch a bunch of content instantly, they do have a good, a really good um, movie selection. There's still quite a lot that you have to rent or buy outside of your subscription. So they have a rent or buy tab and then that's all the other movies and shows that you can pay extra for. So it, their whole library is not all that you can stream, which makes sense because Amazon obviously sell, sells pretty much every movie out there. But again, it's still kind of a tricky downside. I feel like a lot of customers wouldn't realize some of the stuff they want to watch they actually have to pay extra for. Um, Something that's kind of funny too is they have a tab for Amazon Prime exclusives. So they basically are kind of hinting at things they have that Netflix doesn't have or Hulu doesn't have. Uh, An example of this is the popular show Mr. Robot. Um, They have exclusive rights to stream Mr. Robot and on Netflix though you can still get it through the mail, the DVD. If you really wanted it that bad you could get it through the mail. But they have it to stream. Uh, Downton Abbey is on Prime Video, and their most famous show is Transparent. So Transparent is just one of their original shows. Um, It's about a family with a dad who discovers that he's, well, he says he's transgender. And it actually had a big cultural impact because it's the first streaming show to ever win a Golden Globe for Best Series. Uh, And it has five Emmys. So I think that's a really cool point is that a streaming show to win – a Golden Globe is a huge step forward for streaming shows in general. It shows that they're on the same level, uh, if not higher, than some TV shows out there, and that they can compete just the same. Um, and the show *Transparent* has gotten really, really good reviews, and it's continued to get reviews throughout the process of its third season. Um, and the creator, uh, the creator herself, talks about how it's more than a show, but more like of trans rights. You know, like. Um, Shows like this you don't really normally see on TV, and I think it's really cool that a streaming service, they have less um, people to upset, I guess, or they have less qualifications they have to meet so they can put out shows that are a little more controversial uh, on important topics and not get, you know, FCC regulated or anything like that. Um, And it's critical. Acclimation proves that streaming sites are a real platform that can compete. So what do you guys think Amazon Prime? Have you guys tried it? Do you guys know about it? Like I said
0: before, I also have Amazon Prime. <laughs> Me too. I love it. Yeah, I I have not used Prime as much as Netflix and Hulu, but I have seen some
1: things on there. I think I, I almost forget about it. Because Amazon, I love Amazon Prime itself, just the two-day shipping thing. But I forget that there's a whole streaming service attached to it.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that... Uh, They don't support, uh, or Chromecast doesn't support Prime. And I think that's probably why I don't watch uh, Prime stuff as much as Netflix and Hulu, Mm because usually I end up just uh, using Chromecast to, like, watch stuff. And that way I can do stuff on my computer or phone, too. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, And don't have to figure out the two Windows things and stuff. And so it works out. But uh, with Prime, I can't. I have to actually use an hdmi cord and like plug it into my computer and it's
1: it's, it's not to worth be, it yeah i have to be closer to the tv it's it's just more of an <laughs> hassle. But, yeah. and i think um prime kind of focuses more on movies than somewhere like netflix does um just looking at their movies they have a lot of just older um pop culture kind of movies that are really popular and i think that's really a cool part of it
3: yeah a lot of the classics right and amazon studios in general is making some cool movies lately like i saw elvis and nixon and that wasn't a streaming thing, obviously, but it just goes to show how Amazon's really breaking into the industry of generally film. Yeah.
0: And Amazon Studios uh, has a thing, not to take away from you, Kirsten, <laughs> but um, they do uh, their pilot season very differently than n- normal TV. And like things with um, Netflix and Hulu and other streaming services, they just pile all their stuff on in one one lump sum on one day but amazon has been doing a a different pilot season where they will make a few pilots and if you don't know what a pilot is that's the first episode of a tv show and they'll put all their pilots online on prime and you can watch the pilots and the ones that get the most uh or not just the most but the best feedback from like viewers are the ones that will get full season orders.
1: That's well, I actually did not know that. I think that's so, yeah. that's crazy. I think that's really cool for um, viewers themselves. They feel like they're more in control, um, and they get to see actually what they really want to see.
0: Definitely. Yeah, my I think my uncle
2: told me about that, and he was like really like annoyed because he's like, I like this one show, but they didn't get uh,
1: approved. So
0: no,
1: disappointing when like your favorite pilot doesn't get yeah. picked up. I think it's interesting how every every company out there just they're like oh streaming all right I have to get dive into that so everyone's just diving into it and instead it's just funny um, it could possibly be like this huge one streaming that has a lot more content but instead everyone's doing their own with their own content and stuff like that so it's
3: pretty interesting yeah have you guys seen Mozart in the Jungle oh, yes I haven't that's yes. a that's an Amazon Prime yes. one that's the two Amazon Prime shows I know are Transparent <laughs> and Mozart in the Jungle. It's a good one. I know the the lead actor, he won something. It might have been a SAG award. I'm not remembering what it is. <laughs> Some award. I think yes. it was a Golden Globe. Maybe. It was the year that someone beat Jeffrey Tambor or something. This is all very vague. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could be wrong. That's one thing that, I, that
0: annoys me a lot about Transparent, that every year at the Emmys, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor has won the Best Actor in a Comedy Award for, like, three years in a row. Two years in a row, three years. (laughs) And, like, he wins the Golden Globe, too, and the SAG Award, and I'm just like, come on! Because there's some, like, actors that I really like from other shows that are nominated, and they don't get it, and it's like, we all know that you're amazing, Jeffrey Tambor.
1: Come on. I think that's funny when um, one actor just just goes everywhere and wins everything, it's like... I mean, it's great for that one show, but even I remember when Modern Family they started winning everything. It was like, oh this my is God, kind yes. of this is a
0: lot. They it won was like yeah, in what like five, yeah. six years in a row. It was
1: excessive. I'm just like, okay, like enough. Pe- yeah, people noticed too you know? on Twitter. They were like,
3: I mean, it's a good show, but is this necessary? Yeah. Especially with Transparent, because then it's like, the arguments there like, is this a comedy? Is this a drama? Right, and. But then you could throw it into, like, the category with Game of Thrones or something. It's a totally different league. Definitely. Game of Thrones is another one that monopolizes yeah. the awards. Now. Not before. Yeah. Only in the last couple of years. Because I remember they only recently, like, started getting nominated a few years after they mm-hmm. actually started. And they started winning after that. Mm-hmm. So. I think when things start ending, they people start
1: realizing. And then they get every award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaking Bad. It's, it's yep. right at the end. It
3: just did everything.
2: Yeah. Just like, oh, no, you're, oh, okay, like, you're ending, okay, we'll we'll, we'll give you the award <laughs> finally. <laughs>
3: Except Jeffrey Tambor, he'll win that until Transparent's off the <sighs> my goodness, off the Amazon Prime. I remember this
0: year, it was, I was really upset for the Best Actor award, because I wanted someone to win, and Jeffrey Tambor won, and I was like, well, I, even before, I was like, well, it's not even worth, like, rooting for this person, just because we all know that Jeffrey Tambor is going to win.
3: One year Aziz Ansari held up a sign when he was nominated for Modern Romance, like, this, or it was a book and it said losing to Jeffrey Tambor with Grace or something. Oh. That's beautiful. Except Rami Malek won. I don't know why oh. I know this selective trivia, but I don't know what I was trying to talk about a couple <laughs> minutes ago. Don't worry. That's oh, how
0: nice. I am 90% of the time. I don't know basic math functions, but I know everything there is to know about Netflix.
3: <laughs> it's like, oh, who won the Golden Globe in 1999? Well, let me tell you. Yeah. I don't know. That it was probably Friends. I don't know. Well,
1: Man, you're supposed to awesome. know after you said that, man. I know. <laughs> All right, do you guys want to do user-generated?
2: Yeah, let's do it. I turn. All right. <laughs> All right, starting off with the YouTube Red. Paid streaming and subscription service is currently $10 a month. It's As far as I know, it's only available in U.S., Australia, Mexico, and New Zealand. It originally launched November 2014, and it offered just ad-free... Ad free streaming of music and music videos, and then they revised or relaunched it in late October of 2015, giving ad f- just all videos ad free. Uh, they have onla- offline viewing, you can download uh, with YouTube, you can download videos and watch them offline. And you can also listen to videos with a screen off and, and listen to videos while you're in a different app as well. And then they also have original shows and movies from YouTubers, such as Scare PewDiePie, a trip to Unicorn Island with the uh, Superwoman, Dance Cap made by Awesome TV, Dan and Phil, the amazing tour is not on fire, and Escape the Night from Joey Graceffa. So, yeah, YouTube Red. Uh, do you want me to talk about Video or just well, let's start with talk YouTube. About YouTube, YouTube Red, Red, Red first? Because
0: I didn't know that you could download videos on YouTube Red. Apparently, now can you download? only videos from youtube red or can you download regular youtube videos too i think it's regular youtube videos because i don't see why just
2: i mean be i'd YouTube assume
1: that would be just red only i don't know but only because they're they're created intentionally mm-hmm. and i think regular mm-hmm. videos might be a little yeah <laughs> a little strange but i mean i don't know that's that's really interesting you would download one of those yeah. um i know i used to watch this is very trivial but i used to watch his name was Shay Carl. He does the Shaytards. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, But he he made, he made introduced that he was going to do a YouTube video like two years ago. And he asked everyone, all of his fans, basically to give him money for it on Kickstarter. And he never really got around to it. So everyone was kind of mad because they just gave money for no reason. And then uh, sometime this week he introduced that the movie was made, but it's only going to be on YouTube Red. And a lot of people were angry because it wasn't... Either it wasn't available in their country, or they're paying. They had to pay for YouTube Red, which they don't already have. So obviously, it's it's um kind of creating this divide on YouTube between free videos and something you have to subscribe for.
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't. YouTube Red is the one that I'm not sure that I'll get, just because. I mean, firstly, I'm paying too much for TV already. (laughs) But I don't know. There's just certain things that don't. it doesn't interest me as much as, like, watching regular YouTube. Um, I mean, I, I already go... It, like, just watching YouTube is dangerous because I, I'll just go and watch YouTube videos, stupid vi- videos, for hours on end. Me. Definitely.
1: I think it's it's funny, too, because these YouTubers are now turning into actors, non officially, but actors, and yeah. these shows, and they're getting paid for it, and they're acting, and it's, it's just a funny... Um, again divide between like who's real actors is it are they really acting do they you know how is it compared to tv cuz youtube i think its whole message from the beginning was that they wanted to kind of be a second option to television and they're finally kind of getting there youtube was known for user generated and with youtube red you can't just upload to it um, you have to watch what they have on there and again they're producing it themselves so it's it's changed into a secret c- what? what am i saying it changed into a, um, separate section where people are acting and you can't do it yourself. Definitely. I mean, I know a
0: lot of actors will start a YouTube channel and like or actor creators and like that will be their first, uh, that will be their side thing while they're still auditioning for, um, for like actual, for not actual things, but like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) more established things like for TV shows and movies, not YouTube related. And I also know that a lot of uh, people will independently make things, raise money for it, uh, like on Kickstarter or something else, um, and then put stuff on YouTube. But I know that is also used for Vimeo.
3: Yes. Segway. Segway. Yay. Intentional. Okay.
2: Vimeo, video sharing website like YouTube. You can upload, share, and view videos on there. It was launched in December of 2004, and it was the first video sharing site to support HD video. Uh, community includes a lot of indie filmmakers and their fans. Uh, the White House uses it. They uh, upload HD videos on there. Um, they just started using 4K video. Vimeo, I mean, not the White House. Um, <laughs> they have a whole like many different plans, uh, from ranging from having 25 gigabytes uh, a year for free, up to five terabytes of uh, space for $600 a year. Oh, so yeah, they oh have a God. a lot of plans. They can play. You can pay a monthly. The uh, basic and plus have um, no basic, plus and pro have a uh, weekly uh, limits on how much data you can use. But yeah, you get the picture. But a uh, new thing now with Vimeo, they're they now have a TV store, kind of like iTunes, where you can uh, buy videos. Like uh, they have they uh, they they have a partnership with Lionsgate and stars, and they have shows like Orange and the New Black, Mad Men, Nurse Jackie, Weeds, and Boss. Among other shows, where you can go and just buy them and watch them, so that's and, a new thing. Instead of being like a, you know, video sharing thing for everyone, now they have like kind of like a store where you can buy yeah. TV shows. And
0: you said that those uh, you can download those. Yes, I think you can
1: download those. Hmm. I didn't know that. As far as that's, i know. that's crazy to me. Hmm. I feel like Vimeo. I don't know. Like the, we all know, it is not. A, Place to buy TV shows. I think that's really crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes you wonder how much
0: money
3: they're actually making off of it. (laughs) Oh, it's six hundred dollars for that one option.
0: Yeah, I think how many terabytes was that? Five or six hundred dollars a
3: year
2: with no weekly limit. Wow! If you're making, if it's like a business, like
0: yeah, if you're making five terabytes of content a year, you
1: can afford six (laughs) hundred dollars. I think it shows that Vimeo is trying to be the professional yeah. website. You know, you put your professional videos, nothing, you know, cat, no cat videos or anything.
0: <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I know uh, I've the hipster that I am. I <laughs> feel, I watch a lot of indie movies and follow a lot of like short film projects and stuff. And a lot of um, those will be on Vimeo. And so sometimes I won't be able to watch them, but sometimes I
1: am and it's, it's just better when I am. I have watched a few short kind of movies documentaries on there and it's really I like it a lot because um, it's you know Netflix you have documentaries but they're very established and they're very production but these are kind of people have made them but they also still look really good Mm -hmm. and they're about topics that you kind of wouldn't find anywhere else so I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Definitely.
2: I mean whenever I ended up using Vimeo I never like go on Vimeo to look anything I'm just like on tumblr or something they're like look at this video and it's like oh, okay link to vimeo it's on Vimeo, right? yeah you know, like i mean oh my god no today that new trailer for that for this short this pixar short what was it called um with the guy on the <gasps> oh, yeah like cowboys yes. i forgot which one. i watched that on vimeo and i'm just like oh, okay like things like that get put up right on vimeo. that's true mm-hmm. you
1: don't really go to it but you're linked to it yeah
0: yeah definitely like i know one thing that i saw on vimeo uh a few months ago was um you know Amanda Stenberg, yes, from Hunger Games. Yes, she apparently is a student at NYU. She's that old now. Yeah, she's like eighteen. <laughs> Wait, and who? Amanda Stenberg. The, what world actress, did she play? She was yeah Rue uh, in, 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 in Hunger Games. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. the
1: in, first one. I did not know that was her. Yeah. Really Wait,
0: what? and she uploaded her um, NYU like audition film, like her. Um, and her application <laughs> right. film to Vimeo and that's how I saw it. And it, it was pretty good. It was like 10
1: minutes but it was good. I'm curious if you can She's... you know on YouTube you can um, private your links and stuff like that. I'm curious on Vimeo if you could do the same thing because it's like I don't know if she, I don't know nothing about that but if she didn't want, she just wanted it for the application and then now it's open for everyone to see. Oh, I
0: don't know. That's true. I mean, I saw it not I saw it because I was linked to it like you said
1: before. Right. So, so how do we think they compare briefly, YouTube Red and Vimeo? Uh, I know Vimeo's or YouTube Red's a lot newer, but in terms of content, do you think any overlapping or they're totally different?
2: Totally different, I feel. I mean, it's like two different com- two completely different almost like od- maybe audiences but like content that's on there and like who's who's who who it's for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a sense you know you got vimeo with like you know documentaries and like indie films and like random videos that are like i don't know what they're there but they're random videos and then youtube red is like i feel like youtube red is very much for like the youtube community that's already there like Mm -hmm. it's not like some random person's like oh i'm gonna go get youtube red like it's like people who've been on youtube forever and they like they're fans of like these big youtubers and they watch them and they love their content and they invest in the the monthly subscription for that and then there's also um Oh, there's also YouTube Music because like, I got the, I got the free trial when I got YouTube Music and it was great because I could just like pull up whatever song I wanted, turn off my phone and just, I didn't have to have the video video on. So like that's also another aspect. Yes, that that's you can, really cool. Um, you get the subscription for for the YouTube
1: Music app.
0: Yeah, definitely a battery saver. Yeah.
1: I just hate when I'm I. I'm listening to a song on YouTube and I close out of it and it stops. Yes, I hate that.
0: And then when I
2: had that that, that free two-week subscription, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then it went away. I was like, no,
0: but I don't want to pay $10 a month. That's what they do. But I feel like YouTube Red was created solely because YouTube saw that their big content makers or content... Uh, what do they What do they call themselves? Content creators. Yeah, content creators. Uh, the big content creators were going elsewhere to make stuff, mm-hmm. to make long form stuff, and YouTube was like, "Oh, well, we got to keep them in house," and so they created YouTube Red specifically for yeah. that. Like you said, uh, PewDiePie has mm-hmm. something in uh, Superwoman, and
2: yes, Pew- PewDiePie was like a show where they pretty much just scare him based on like video yeah no like you know like video games he does like scary he does like he okay like he plays scary video games and like i mean that's not all he does but that's one of the things he does and like records it and they and then they pretty much just get him and put him like in a real like scary not like a real scary situation but like haunted ho- uh, haunted hospital and they have like actors like playing crazy people and they put him in there and wow
0: yeah. and he subjects he subjects himself to that yep <sighs> he's put, like a GoPro than on him, him
2: and they put him in there i mean it's all like it's not like you know, real crazy people, obviously. It's yeah. just like actors and you He's know, kinda like a haunted house kind of thing.
0: Still braver than I am. <laughs>
2: He's yeah, making then, money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. <laughs> that helps. All right. And that's it for Pops. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember to follow us on Twitter at The Pops Show and like us on Facebook. Um you can find all of our information. Show notes um are available at the pops and see you guys in two weeks bye!